Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Anthony. Back with another edition of The Fourth Man, episode 91. Happy March. More importantly, happy March Madness. Hope everyone's doing well. And I appreciate you guys if you're tuning in for another episode of The Fourth Man. It's crazy. It's March Madness right now. I'm recording this on a Sunday. The round of 32 is wrapping up. And just realizing, March Madness actually extends until April. I don't know if anyone else was aware of that. I'm not sure if that's changed over the years because they've tried to extend the amount of time that March Madness goes on for. But, you know, I know we get hype about March because the conference tournaments and obviously the first few games within there, but the championship games actually in April. So what does it make? What does that make it? Does that make it, you know, a little bit of April madness? Are we, I don't know, just food for thought there, but appreciate everyone who's tuning back in. Got a great episode for you guys. The tryouts have currently been going underway. Actually, Yesterday was the tryouts in Phoenix, where two more guys just got punched their ticket to the Vegas Combine. So congrats to those guys. And actually, in this episode, we're not only going to talk about all the guys who have successful have, have had successful tryouts and punched their ticket to the Combine, but also at the end of this episode, we're going to have a guy on who actually made the combine from one of the tryouts and we actually got a chance to talk to him. So really good episode before we get into it, as always, if you want to find the show on Instagram, on Twitter, it's at fourth man pod personals at a underscore Siggy, not that exciting over there. So just stick to the fourth man stuff for big three news. If you want to watch the show. It's on YouTube, youtube.com slash fourth man pod. I've been talking about content coming. I have not delivered. I understand that, but I'm slowly making waves to getting there so hopefully by next week and i have started recording this new series that i'm doing i uh, really got to get underway because speculation speculation season is really in action and we're getting closer to the season splash alerts are on the way and have some ideas who i think could join the league also have some thoughts on who maybe should join the league so going to be a good series within there but have the tools for it I think I'm just going to have to put the time in, and I think that'll be next week and I do that. So keep locked in, subscribe, uh, turn on the notification bells over there. And as always, appreciate you guys on Dash Radio and the Nothing But Net channel. Not only the Dash channel and the Nothing But Net channel for giving us a platform, but for everyone who tunes in on there and just loves basketball and wants to hear their weekly or during the offseason, their monthly update on Big 3. Really appreciate you guys always checking us out on Saturdays. All right, let's get into it because we have now had three tryouts this of the five tryouts for the big three. There have actually been, what is that? Seven tickets punched. What we thought was going to be six. Three people in DC actually got a ticket to the combine. So pretty cool. So today I'm going to go and go ahead and let you guys know if you haven't, seen it on social media or on the Big Three's page or Big Three's website. Give you a little update on who the guys are uh, from each city and also 
kind of give you a little background info on who they are. If you don't already know who they are, some of these guys are a little bit more recognizable than other, but nonetheless, all balled out, all did their thing, and they're all going to Vegas for a chance to compete in the big three. And one of them could potentially, maybe m- multiple players could potentially make history being the first guy to be drafted as a tryout player to the big three. That is yet to happen yet. Um, we saw some guys get picked up, but no one has been drafted. So let's start in Dallas where – a couple weeks ago, the first trial of 2022 took place. Uh, I think right from the get-go, they had some – they had like Isaiah Austin there and Justin Dentman and a couple other guys who used to play in the big three, Deion Glover. I think he works for the league now. Uh, also, just some former big three guys. But I think a lot of what I heard from social media channels and maybe even from their own Instagram pages is that that was some of the best competition that they've seen at these tryouts. I know that was, there's not a lot of, to compare to, seeing as that was the first trial of 2022, not to mention there was only two tryouts last year, but always a good, always a step in the right direction when you're hearing about better competition because the league continues to evolve. And I think time and time again, we're seeing that, but as the league continues to evolve, you always want to see things tr- uh, trending upwards, you know, rather than maybe just kind of uh, staying steady. So, that's always a good thing to hear. And after, I think, some hard thought competition, the two guys who ended up getting tickets to the combine were TK Adogi and Thomas Gibson III. So a little background on both of them. Adogi, who played at Tulsa for three years before finishing up his college career in, at Iona, currently 28 years old. He has played in Belgium, Turkey, France, and most recently the Czech Republic, and played also in the March Madness tournament twice for two different teams. That was pretty dope. And for Gibson, played at Kansas State back in 2011 to 2015. Currently 29 years old is what I read. But after reading, I think that, that – okay, just to let you guys know, most of, my, most of my research is on the Internet, so we all know that the Internet can be sometimes inaccurate. This is me just doing a little bit of a dive into some of their backgrounds. Some of this information is a little bit harder to find. What I saw said he was 29. I could be wrong there. So take everything I say in terms of like specifics with a grain of salt. But for the most part, I think this stuff is on par just based off their real GM pages or pro ballers pages. This is where most of the information is coming from. Uh, for Gibson, Kansas State from 2011 to 2015. Played overseas in Mexico, Finland, Panama, France. He's really played overseas a lot of places uh, and won a Finnish championship in 2016. Most recently, he was playing as of 21-22 season, was just playing in Texas or in Texas, <laughs> playing in Mexico. So Gibson is was ready to go. And obviously that was on display there in Dallas. And as well as Adogi, both of them are going to get a shot to compete in the combine. They really set the tone there. As the league moved on to D.C., where there's a lot of D.C. connections, especially in the big three and a lot of good competition there. So much to the fact that three guys were selected in D.C. It was only supposed to be two guys per stop, but three guys were selected. I think the biggest one that really is the one that stood out. I think the one that everyone recognized and saw on not just the big threes pages, but all around the basketball you know, basketball, uh, social medias, um, you know, or big sports pages, 
the big one was Delonte West, who, you know, obviously we've seen the footage of some of his, not his best, best moments, uh, maybe not some of his proudest moments, I'm, I'm sure. But, you know, maybe as some of his worst times, we also have seen him take steps in the right direction. And I think a lot of people saw him making a lot of, uh, I think in our shoot around was making some, making some shots looked like, you know, I guess sometimes when you're a pro and, you, and you've been doing this for a long time, it's like riding a bike. So got back in the gym, looked really good. Looked like he was working his way towards rehabilitation. Uh, Mark Cuban was helping him out. And so much of the fact that he not only went to the big three tryout, he competed well, heard from someone inside or someone that was actually at the combine that looked like he's been doing this a long time. And, you know, from what I was told, he definitely earned his ticket. It looked like someone that had been playing pro ball at a high level for a very long time. So Delonte West, you know, give a little background, probably don't need much of it. Obviously, a guy that played at a uh, high level at the NBA with the Celtics, the Supersonics in Seattle, Cleveland Cavaliers, Dallas Mavericks, played at St. Joe's when he went to college and last played professionally in 2015 in the G League with the Texas Legends. Now at 38 years old, he's going to have another shot to play professional basketball. And just kudos to him and congrats to him for coming a long way. Uh, just goes to show that, you know, sometimes everyone needs a little bit of help. But at the same time, um, you know, if you really put your mindset to it and are really working towards something and an end goal that with that little bit of help, and a little bit of fortitude within yourself that uh, you can get to where you need to be and has a chance to compete at the big three combine. And, and from the footage that, I, you know, I saw that they displayed publicly, he looked really phenomenal. He, he looked like, you know, I, I don't know about maybe defensively, but offensively looked like his shot was still, uh, really good, looked very crafty and savvy with the moves he was making, whether it, when he it was driving or if he was backing down in the post. So, uh, you know, get to the cup. He just looked really good in the footage I saw. There wasn't too much, but Delonte West, big name. Uh, I think not only really spotlighted the improvements he's making within his life, but also um, just goes to show that the big three is really going to let you be who you are, um, give you second opportunities if need be, um, and just give you another pathway. Give you, you know, it's a viable option for not only younger guys, but as we're seeing older guys who might need a second chance or don't want to, you know, necessarily didn't end their career in the way they wanted to. And big three is allowing them to do that, which is really cool to see. And just another example through Delonte West. So kudos to you, Delonte, and congrats. Best of luck to you at the Combine. The other two guys who made the, the Combine or got their ticket to the Combine from D.C., one was a local legend of D.C., Uncle Scoob, Kevin Kutiai, who, 29 years old, played – at Chowan University, the, the D2 level, where he averaged almost 15 points a game in 2016-2017. Um, played at a few different colleges before his final seasons at Chowan, but just a guy who, you know, personally, it's hard for me to say. Uh, I'm not from the D.C. area, but if you're a D.C. legend, just based off all the high talent and legendary basketball players that have come from the D.C. area and are playing in the NBA right now. If you're being called and deemed, a, you know, one of the local legends of D.C., you obviously doing something right and, and playing at a really high level and, and have been really successful and have the respect of your peers, most importantly. And, you know, 
not only does he have the respect of his peers, he really played well at the combine. I think most of the footage I saw was involved Uncle Scoob. And Unk is going to Unk is going to the combine, punch his ticket. Congrats to him as well. And then the last last person and the youngest so far, the youngest guy so far to make the combine is Art Labinowitz. And 25 years old. He played at Coastal Carolina for a couple seasons before finishing his college career in Evansville in 2019-2020. Just finished up his rookie season playing at the pro level, playing in Poland. I think I saw somewhere that he was a rookie of the year in the league he was playing with, which you know, makes a lot of sense why he, he played so well at the combine or at the tryout. He actually played three games with the Capital City Go-Go of the G League and most recently was drafted in this past year's G League draft in third round by the Iowa Wolves before being released. So just goes to show this guy, it seems like, not only is he is he playing well, but there's been a you know there's a lot of potential for him to to be to be really good. And, uh, obviously, that's showcased by how well the G League guys thought of him when they drafted him in the third round and gave him an opportunity there. But sometimes it's hard to make your name in the G League when there's tons of young guys, with tons of potential, and you know not enough spots on the court for everyone to be playing. And what I really like about this is that not only that he's a younger guy given the big three an opportunity i think you know sometimes the stereotype does it's older league i think i've mentioned that a few times but he's given this an opportunity but he understands the opportunity as well that you know uh not only is he going to be highlighted throughout probably the season if he does get drafted because he is a tryout guy but he's a younger guy and then once he gets the opportunity to play or if he gets the opportunity to play he's getting to play on national television on a prominent channel in CBS and there's going to be a lot of spotlight on him. So he, I, I think for him, you know, I, I haven't personally talked to him, but I think recognizing, I think him at 25, recognizing that the opportunity he has in front of him, if he continues to work hard and showcases himself is, is really big for the rest of his career. And I think that's the point that me, my, myself personally has tried to make on this podcast. And I think the league and in, in general is trying to make, um, is that there's a good opportunity for anybody who is trying to get back into the league, try to get to the league for the first time, not just because of the resources you have around you within the big three, but the fact that people get to see you play at a high level on a big stage and they get to do it during the summer when not a lot of basketball is going on. So if any, I mean, obviously there's, the TBT, so that's going on. So just a, another source of basketball. But outside of that, I mean, not really much going on, at least here in the U.S. So just, you know, a good opportunity for him. And congrats to all three of those guys from the D.C. tryout. And last but not least, in Phoenix, had a couple more guys get their get their tickets to the Combine in Phoenix, Arizona, which I heard was a pretty, pretty good trial. I think the most content I saw from the big three tryouts so far has been in Phoenix, I think maybe because they had a ball's life guy that works out there and was able to give a, I guess, put a little more stuff on his social media page. And so uh, I think that's where I've seen the most footage, but again, it seemed like a really good turnout. The two guys who made it were Jerron Hopkins, 27 years old, played at Colorado and 
2013 to 2015, and then final two years in college played at Fresno State from 2016 to 2018, where he really excelled. He had a really good final two years when he was playing at Fresno State. It seemed like he got more of an opportunity, but averaged 13 points per game and 11.4 points per game, respectively, in those final two years. Uh, and then the past couple of years, not this year, but the past couple of years, so 18, 19, 20, 21, played in Finland and Portugal, where he averaged over 17 points in Finland and then averaged 18 points per game in Portugal. And so it seems like the dude's a bucket. But not only that, based on some of the stats I saw, just seemed like he was a good rebounding guard. He's averaged at least five and a half rebounds per game in the last four years. He's played both collegially and professionally. So good rebounding guard. Seems like someone who's going to get in there and make the most of his opportunities uh, based on the amount of points he has been averaging per game uh, when he's getting that chance. Uh, so excited to, excited to see more Jaron Hopkins yesterday on their social media page. He was going one-on-one. -on -one. I don't know if it was a bring the fire opportunity or they're doing some kind of drills where they're doing ISO drills, but he was going against this dude and he did a little shot fake and dude jumped and he got him in the air and he had a clear shot at the basket and instead throws it off the backboard and just slams it home. So athleticism shown there for sure, but also just creativity and showing his, uh, different moves in his bag that he can, you know, he, he's got, and that, you know, it's a good indicator of why he's, you know, scoring so many points per game uh, at the collegiate level, but also at the professional level. The other guy is Victor Evans, who played at Pierre College and Vanguard University, and he played at Vanguard in 2016-2017 at the NAIA level, and apparently he had a good adding as well. Uh, I got the least amount of information on him when doing my research. So, you know, maybe someone to keep a closer eye on because sometimes it's it's the quiet ones or in this case, it's the one that doesn't have the most information behind them so, uh, that are the most mysterious, the most interesting because you don't necessarily know a lot about their, their game if, if you haven't been watching them or been, you know, a friend of his on a support, a support system or played with him. And those are the guys I'm always interested in because I'm, I'm really curious to see, you know, what they bring to the table, why why uh, they deserve a shot to the combine. You know, I think guys like, you know, when it comes to like David Hawkins or the Andre Owens, those were guys I didn't really know well until I started watching the big three. And now I'm surprised that they, even, they didn't get as many chances in the NBA as I think they should have because they're so good. So, uh, keep an eye on Victor Evans. Congrats to all seven guys who have made the big three combine so far. I don't even know what to expect with the, the next two tryouts. There's still two more, which is the crazy thing. And who knows if it's just going to be four more spots or if, if the league is going to be, be so open to taking a, another guy on because the competition's so good. I mean, there. I think time and time again, we've seen the big three competition just level up, and you know we have two more two more locations, I believe. I think we got Chicago, and I believe they're going to New York. Uh, so I think Chicago is the last stop, and maybe New York's 
the next stop, so the last stop in March, kind of giving their website a little look. I don't see New York on there anymore. I'm not sure if that's just an error or maybe some things have changed, but Chicago is still on there for April 9th. Deadline's April 8th to sign up there. So if you're a hooper out there, you listen to the podcast and you think you can ball, and not only do you think you can ball and make your way to the combine, but think you have what it takes to play against some of the best three and three hoopers, fireball hoopers in, in the world, give it a shot, sign up. Uh, I think, you know, what's the worst that could happen? You miss all the shots that, that you never take. So uh, kudos to those guys again. And actually, uh, as our guest for this week, we have TK Adoki, who made the combine from the Dallas tryouts. And we got a chance to sit down and talk with him about his experience playing at the big three combine and what kind of led up to his decision to play there and ultimately the end result of what he's hoping to expect and achieve playing in the big three. So again, we appreciate everyone who's tuned in on this episode. Again, you can follow the show at fourth man pod, youtube.com slash fourth man pod. And you can also find us on dash radio on the nothing but net channel every Saturday at 2 PM Eastern. Thank you guys for tuning in and let's get to our interview with TK Adobe. All right. Today we're welcoming on TK Adogi. He's a Tulsa and Iona alum, member of the Nigerian national team, and most recently, and most importantly, one of the first two tryout players to make the Big Three Combine in 2022. Appreciate you joining the show, TK. Uh, Real honor to have you on. Man, it's an honor to be here, man. So let's start with, let's just start with how you're feeling right now. I mean, you're one of the first two, you and Thomas Gibson, to be invited to the combine after a successful tryout. Everything I've heard is that this year's tryout has been not only the competition has been stronger, but there's less spots despite there being more areas. How are you feeling just you know a week after you were selected and you've been able to kind of digest that you're going to Vegas and get a chance to play in the big three? Um, I feel good right now. It's just just trying to stay um, consistent in my in my workouts, you know, in my daily routines. Uh, just getting ready for you know the combine in Vegas this May. That's good. That's good. And oh, I gotta say, um, you know, there's a lot of people at these tryouts, uh, all aiming to get a chance to play professionally um, on a bigger stage, show showcase their game, and and. Do different, you know, do different things, go different routes with it. How did you hear about the big three first and foremost? And is it something that you've been keeping up with in the past? Or I know you got you're a part of the run with uh, Justin Dentman. Is that maybe somewhere you heard it from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh Justin, he was just like he has this thing called the run uh-huh. here in Dallas. And it's just a bunch of uh like professional basketball players uh puts together a pro run. Um we go almost every day, every uh, Monday. Oh, wow. through yeah. So all the guys in the run, they were just like, yo, this is a big three tryout this Friday. And initially I wasn't going to go. I was just, I was just like, man, I don't know if I want to go. And uh, Jay, Justin, I call him JD. He was just like, man, just, just come, you know, like, so I just, I initially, I just went there to just have fun because we weren't running that day. So I was like, let me just go to, let me go to the big three tryout. And I was just having fun out there. And um, 
I end up performing well. And at the end of the day, they, they picked me, they selected me to uh, go to the combine in Vegas. Wow. That's nuts. So do you usually, usually when you participate in the run, the goal is to obviously get better every day through there in hopes of getting a, another pro opportunities, maybe somewhere overseas or even here in the States end up you getting a, a pro opportunity route you didn't expect. Is that, is that kind of what I'm hearing here? Yeah, that's, that's definitely what it was. It was just like the run to me is just um, stay, stay in, like stay in condition, play some good competition, you know, mm -hmm. um, while you wait on your next opportunity. So yeah, that's what, that's what we were doing at the run. Just, it's very, it's very competitive. Some really good players in the run, and we just go there every day, and we push each other. And you know, we we work out before we play. Um, and we just push each other every day, and yeah, that's what the run is. Man, that's what's up. That is that is such a cool story to hear. So, how many people from the run actually participated in the Dallas tryout? Man, it was at least I want to say like twenty of us. How many people? How the 18 other people that participated that didn't make it, how many were pissed at you when they found out that you were actually weren't going to try out? I'm kidding, they I'm were, kidding, yeah. They, they were like, they were congratulating, the, you know, me and Thomas, and it was, I was, you know, I felt good that day. Like, I really felt good, felt loved. No, no, I'm, I'm definitely just joking. I'm sure it's all, it's all everyone wants to see everyone to succeed. That's just crazy that, like, you're just like, yeah, I'll just do it. And you end up, you know, just showing up, bringing your A game, and and getting selected by the, the, I guess the committee is what it is. How was the, I guess, how was the tryout experience for you? I mean, was it everything you expected? Uh, you know, what was it like and, and what was the competition like? Uh, the competition was really like really good here. They're, they're saying it was like probably the, one of the best tryouts. And um, I just felt like oh, I'm playing, playing the guys that I, you know, I see, you know, like in the off season, just, playing in, in pro runs here and there. Um, competition was really good. Guys were coming out. They brought their A game. They were competing. And, you know, it was a really, really good experience for me. Nice. So you had different evaluators there, and now you're kind of familiar with the big three, obviously, because you're going to get a chance to, to go to the combine, face even tougher competition, I'm sure. Have you started watching some games on YouTube? Um, you know, what's kind of been – your research with the big three now that you're essentially a part of it. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I've, um, just been watching like highlights of last season. Um, cause even the, the whole three on three basketball thing is, 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 is new to me. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not something I've, you know, you've probably done it before when I was like younger playing at the rec center or at the park somewhere. Um, but yeah, just researching, you know, just the rules of the game and, uh, and seeing spots where I could, you know, excel on the court and on a on a three on three, you know, basketball. Yeah, it's a little bit of an adjustment because I think everyone plays three on three growing up, right? Like that's that's kind of the norm. There's usually not enough people to get like maybe a five five on five. Yeah, you don't have ten guys. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, and and maybe you you know you can tell me this better. You're you're the pro here, um, and you're you've been playing a lot. <laughs> you know, you've been playing on a higher stage, obviously, than than me, but. I think what people kind of are adjusting to now are like the different angles you take on three on three setting, um, different style, especially with like the big three, they got like four point shots. So there's like different, you know, different mindset defensively um, and also, off, you know, offensively. So is that, 
did you kind of notice that adjustment, like going into the tryout? Um, or is that something, you know, how was that adjustment for you, you know, at least at the trial? Yeah, definitely that, that, that four point, I was like, yo, this is a, this is a, people really shoot from here. Like <laughs> Curry and Dame and them, they're pulling up like it's nothing. And then just, you know, even in practice, when you're practicing, like, uh, with your, like, professional team or co collegiate, like, there's three-on-three, -three, you know, drills. So mm -hmm. it's okay. kind of like you kind of, you know, like you said, you played three-on-three -three growing up. So you just kind of pick your spots, you know, pick your places when to attack. Like, just got to read just gotta read the game. Um, it's a lot more spacing. So yeah. um, a lot more physical because, you know, people with every, every bucket – it's, it's counting you're playing to a target score mm -hmm. so so it's a little bit different but I mean at the end of the day it's still basketball and uh we work on our game every day so for sure yeah I think you're on an island too defensively that's the biggest thing I've seen is that like see some big prominent names that have had a lot of successful NBA you know runs and successful NBA careers but one thing I've seen is like not everyone <laughs> Not everyone like transitions or like transfers over to this league and, and has that same success. So yeah. it's really it's really interesting. Um, but it's cool. I think it, like you said, everyone's getting better at their game playing through here. Um, you got a chance to play with the Nigerian national team on an even higher stage, playing against different countries, the country's best. What do you feel like you've learned from your experience there that stuck with you the most that might have helped you um, you know, get to the point where you're at as a basketball player now? Well, playing with the Nigerian national team, you know, we got some 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 great yeah. <laughs> uh, players, you know. Um, every time we're in camp or we're together for a window, um, you know, the guys, it's a, it's a really joyful, you know, fun experience. Guys push each other. Um, guys like Ike Diago, the captain, Ben Uzo, uh, Deji Akindele, um, Ike Robu. Uh, yeah, we just push each other, you know, we're all there to, you know, compete, you know, make each other better. And then when you play against other countries, it's like you're representing more than just yourself. You're representing your, your, your whole country. You're representing your, your, your parents, you know, your family members, friends, like, so it's a, it's a very, you know, like take people, we take pride in it, you know, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and you got, you know, that Nigerian team just beat the uh, the USA team not too long ago, which is really a dope experience to see. And I think a lot of that just comes from pride and, and confidence and probably chemistry as well. I'm sure you guys are, have pretty good chemistry playing with each other. Uh, so kind of like reviewing the big three, understanding some of the players that are in the league, at least right now. Um, the one interesting about the league, I feel like, is that it can change up. Uh, really quickly, like the players can and also players going on to different teams. But all that being said, anybody that is in the league now or might be going to the combine that you'd want to potentially play with, um, you know, it could be JD or maybe anybody else that you've you've had experience playing with in the past or not. The thing that really excites me about the, the big three is just like, like you said earlier, you know, all the guys that have touched the league, um, former NBA players, um, I think that's what excites me, just going up against those guys. Like, these are some some of the guys you grew up watching on on TV, you know. Um, and then being coached by, like, Hall of Famer vets, like, you know, um, Gary Payton, 
uh, Julius Irvin. Like, you just got to, like, for me, I think my biggest thing would just be to just embrace the knowledge, you know, over yeah. there. You can learn so much from, from those guys, like former NBA players. Yeah, I think that's one thing that well, not a lot of people, like, I guess think about as one of the, the advantages of playing in the league is like you do have a lot of guys around you that have been through um, been through the ringer of like what it takes to get to the league and be successful and everything um, for you, you know, still being still being young, um, still having a lot of, of basketball left in you, you know, what um, what are you excited about just in terms of like playing in the big three, like and taking kind of a different route than maybe others do playing you know specifically overseas or maybe specifically in the g league what are you excited about taking a big three route uh the fact that it's in the states you know like <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you overseas basketball is is a uh, is a lot different you're over there in you know countries that there's a language barrier um mm -hmm. it's still basketball but i mean just the fact that you're here in the states and majority of my friends and family are here in the state so um they'll be able to like tune in on time you feel me like yeah time yeah. difference um yeah i think that's it that's fair i think i can't remember who the player was but they're playing overseas in japan they just had like a huge earthquake and i just saw like their apartment get destroyed by this like huge earthquake just like things you don't deal with like in the states and i i I'm sure just like everything is just such a, a culture shock and adjustment, like playing overseas for just space at that time. How much do you feel like that, that um, overseas experience has like improved maybe not just you as a basketball player, but you as, as a human being, like. Um, I'll say as a human being, like I kind of just going overseas, I just kind of try to have an open mind because, you mm -hmm. know, their culture in different countries are different. So you kind of just gotta like, what thing that I do is I just try to go over there. When I go over there, um, have an open mind and, and learn the culture first, um, respect mm -hmm. where I am, you know, uh, also realize that, you know, they, they live a certain, they live a different way than we do over here in America. And then just try to, like I said, learn the culture, um, talk to people, outside of basketball, like someone, you can, random people in the grocery store or or you just walking around like in a mall or shopping shopping area somewhere, you know, just have conversations with people and just learn about what it's like living, uh, you know, in that country. That's dope. Do you feel like playing with teammates that you might not necessarily be able to speak with from a language perspective actually benefits you because now you're able to potentially play with anybody and everybody based on just like suiting up and being a part of different lineups, um, you know, time and time again. Yeah, it definitely does. I've played with some great, great players overseas, you know, um, and it's, it, it made, it's made it like a lot easier to read the game of basketball mm. and develop your, those players over there in Europe, like they have high, high IQ. They might not be as fast as you or as, or, you know, jump as high as you or, you know, but their IQ is 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 up there. Their uh, fundamental skills for the game, just learning, just learn, like relearning, you know, different fundament fundamentals of the game has helped me a lot. Um, I feel like it shaped me to the player I am today, you know, 
and I can only and I only see myself going like getting better if I just continue to put in the work and continue to soak up the knowledge. That's awesome. That's that's really got to be a cool experience just to play overseas, despite it, you know, being a little bit of a time difference and a little bit of a culture change. Um, probably flying country to country, you know, that's I feel like it really gives you a lot of perspective on the world, um, which it sounds like you've gotten. Uh, one perspective that I, I've kind of like, you know, c- come to understand, at least from a, a big three fan and, and advocate of the league, is that there were three guys last year that went from tryout to being on a professional team. One guy making it all the way to the championship and being a part of a championship winning team. None of those guys actually were drafted, which puts it in perspective for this year that everyone who tries out this year has a chance to make history as the first guy, you included, the first guy to go from tryout to being drafted to a team in the big three. What is one thing that you're hoping to showcase at the Combine um, to captains, to coaches, um, et cetera? I'm just trying to showcase my, you know, what I do best, you know, which is just high motor, um, athleticism, be able to to play the pick and roll, pick and pop, um, defense, you know, get stops, uh, block shots, whatever, whatever it is my team needs me. I just want to be able to showcase that that high motor that I have. Um, I feel like that that can really help help teams out. What's the plan from now until? the combine in Vegas, just in terms of training, uh, obviously probably playing at the run a lot and get that, that uh, endurance up and, and stamina up. But what's kind of the, the training thoughts or our methods you're going to take from here on out? Training thoughts is just to stay disciplined with my work ethic, stay, you know, consistent, um, take care of my body. Uh, definitely get a lot of, you know, uh, workouts in. Uh, skill wise and then yeah play play basketball just play basketball you know stay in they gotta stay in tip top shape because you know this game of basketball is is a high paced game and you gotta stay you gotta be always stay ready be in shape ready to go definitely definitely excited to see you for that combine and wishing you the best of luck want to uh because it is march want to quickly stray away from the big three for a couple seconds you're a guy that's played in the NCAA tournament twice for two different teams. One, just want to hear what's the experience like, you know, and like playing in the, in the tournament and, you know, working so hard all year to get to this point. Man, like, like I said, like you said, I've been to tournament twice. I played on some great teams. Um, A team at Tulsa, we were together for three years. Um, Yeah. We were very, very like disciplined, you know, saying de- mm-hmm. di- disciplined defensively, um, as well as when I went to Iona, like just a just a tight knit like group of guys who are, you know, disciplined defensively and just running our sets and executing, you know, what the coach um, asked of us to do. Uh, that March Madness feeling like this, there's no other feeling like it. Like I remember my first year, we played uh, UCLA in San Diego and I just felt like, the building shaking. I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is the stuff. This is what I watched, you know, growing up on TV. And now I'm here and we're just going to make the most out of, out of the moment. I'm going to play hard, you know? Yeah, that's nutty. And, and being that you've been to two 
two tournaments. I'm sure the second time around when you're playing with Iona, um, people talk about like tournament experience, you know, they have the, the tournament experience. This might sound like a dumb question, but in all honesty, I don't feel like anyone's really broken it down. What is, what do people really mean by like tournament experience? Like how is tournament, that? Like I said, like, so that first time we went, I was, you, you kind of like, you got, you got butterflies in your stomach cause you're nervous. Mm-hmm. Cause like that, just that environment, you know, the, 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 the stadium is the, the arena is packed. Yeah. Um, you got millions of people tuning in on TV, watching, like, but then that second time I went with Iona, I was just like, man, I've been here before. Like you, the butterflies, you're not, you're not as nervous. You just, you just kind of like, okay, we got to lock in. This is what we got to do. And you just like, let's go out there, have fun and just play basketball. Okay. So okay. I, that experience like did for me. Okay. Yeah. I feel like every time I hear that, I'm like, you know, what is, what does that really mean? Is it more like you're just at like, better knowledge of, of what to do against a certain team or, or a certain situation. It's like, why wouldn't you have that same knowledge or experience from any other basketball game? But you're saying it's more like playing in your first game, your first college game ever in comparison to maybe your last college game ever where, or, you know, your 15th college game ever, you know, you just kind of have that understanding of what it's going to be like. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, that being said, who do you got in the final four? Who do you got as a, as a winner? Have you had a chance to look at the bracket yet? You've been I didn't look at the bracket, but I do know some teams that are in there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to to my old college coach, uh, Jared Grasso. He's coaching at Bryan. I think mm. they were playing right now. Honestly, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> Damn, they didn't, they didn't they didn't win. They didn't. Actually, I don't think they won. Uh, I just remember seeing the score and it was a little rough earlier. <laughs> Let me check that. The Brian I think they had this. Um, I don't really keep up with too much Brian basketball, but obviously yeah. doing the brackets and stuff, you kind of read up on it. It's, it sounded like they had this, yeah, 93 to 82, right state. That's tough. They, they still but fought. Yeah. Sounds like they had a. Uh, a good team this year, though, like the Brian team. No, nah, they definitely had a good team. Well, well coached, you know. Well, DK, I appreciate the time. I know you've been busy doing a lot of stuff, but I just want to say congratulations once again on getting the opportunity to go to the Big Three Combine. Best of luck there, and I uh, hope we get to see you this summer playing playing for a team in the Big Three. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. All right, that was our interview with TK Adoki. Awesome story. Insane that he wasn't even going to try out and just decided, hey, why not? Everyone else in the in the run is, is gonna try out. Everyone else I'm I'm hooping with is gonna do it. So why don't I give it a shot? I'll just suit up and do my thing and make the combine. No big deal. But awesome story to hear. Appreciate his time. And he he was coming off. He was coming off a, a long day and and still was, was kind enough to come on the show and and show it, show, you know, share his story a little bit more. So appreciate you, TK. Best of luck to you at the Combine. And appreciate everyone who tuned into this episode and TK's interview. Just want to say, again, if you want to find the show at Fourth Man Pod, as always, you can watch rather than listen at YouTube.com slash Fourth Man Pod. 
And appreciate you guys on Dash Radio and the Nothing But Net channel. Again, tryouts are going on. Not sure what's up with the, the New York tryout currently at the moment, but I do know that Chicago is still going down April 9th. Deadline is April 8th. If you're a Hooper, if you want a chance to go pro, and it's been your dream. And for some reason, it just was topsy-turvy throughout whatever your path was, and and but you've still been working, you've still been playing basketball, and you still want a chance to be pro. Now's your chance. Deadline's April 8th. Appreciate you guys, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.